the Unbillable Hour Community Table, where real lawyers from all around the country with real issues they are dealing with right now meet together virtually to present their questions to Christopher T. Anderson, lawyer and law firm management consultant. New questions every episode, and none of it scripted. The real conversations happen here. Our first question covers a concern a lawyer has about promoting an employee into a part-time drag-in position without upsetting the current drag-in. Good problems, first world problems to have. We are growing rapidly and we increased our marketing, which has increased our leads. To give context, we went from about an average of 100 leads a month to now averaging about 350 leads a month. So when we were, we had a hundred leads, I just had a dragon who also did intake. So he sold his own consults mm-hmm. and then did all of the consults. Right. Um, so as we increased leads, we added another intake and then now we're up to three intake specialists, one dragon. My dragon is at capacity and I need to now figure out as far as how to structure a bonus plan to move my most senior intake into a part-time dragon role without my original dragon, who's been with me three years, feeling as if he's losing out on opportunities. All right. So, well, first of all, let me get some facts straight because there's an easy way to talk to your dragon about this. And he also supervises and trains all of the intake. And specifically, you said you want to talk about bonus structure for whom? The bonus, I feel like the bonus structure we had for my original dragon is not going to grow with us. And essentially, he gets paid $125 for fully onboarding a client, which he has certain benchmarks he has to meet, making sure they have the strategy sessions, making sure that the legal assistant opens up their file, that we have their sign retainer, sign credit card authorizations. What's your average case value? About 9000 Yeah, Yeah, I think you need to update your bonus structure. So your average case value is 9000 How many, when you say he's at capacity, what is your, what do you think capacity is? He's doing four to five one-hour consults five days a week. Yeah, that's capacity. Yeah. I mean, I can't, find time to book on his calendar. Yeah. You know, the most important question, which is what is, if I called today and went through intake today, when would I be able to get an appointment for the dragon? Late next week. Yeah. So seven. It's a problem. Seven to 10 days. Yeah. So here's the deal. You're going to find that the conversion rate for the dragon, both your show up rate and the conversion rate is going to be depressed at that time frame. There's a lot of people who will not wait that long. They'll continue looking for lawyers. Yeah. And they prepay. So our show up rate, well, we have had people who pay and then when they realize they can't get in, ask for a refund of the consult fee. Yeah, that's what you're seeing. So the, I mean, I think the the message to, and then I, I, I promise you, even when they show up, their conversion rate is lower. So the message for the dragon, first off, is this is not going to hurt you. If we can get people that you're talking to who had their intake two days ago to, or three days ago, you know, 48 to 72 hours, rather than seven to 10 days, 
your conversion rate's going to go up. You're going to earn, you know, because you're at capacity. You're doing four to five a day. If you continue to do four, four to five a day, your pay is just going to go up just because your conversion rate is going to go up. So that's one. Two, your business is your business. I think personally that you're for the drag, where do you pay your intake people? One is in-house and his base is 40 and then he gets $25 per consult. I think until we sell 50 and then he gets $50 per consult over that in a month. How often does he exceed 50? Every single month. Um, okay. He got up to speed on exceeding 50 by month two. Okay. We didn't change a whole lot other than adding to our marketing budget kind of consistently. But yeah, our leads just really kind of exploded overnight. So 25 per consult. And what is your conversion rate? From lead to retain client, we're converting about 12 to 15% of leads to clients. Yeah, that's not bad. But I want to know what your dragon's conversion rate is. It has dropped. It used to be when he was selling his own consults, he was converting at about 60%. Now he's converting right at about 45. Not bad, but 60% is better. So let's just for ease of math, we'll say he's converting one or two. So you're paying a maximum. If the consults being set are being paid at $50, that's your max. Mm -hmm. And he's converting half of them. That means you're paying $100 for intake per client, because it takes two consults to get a client. Mm-hmm. And you're paying him, what'd you say when he's done all his tasks? $125? $125. You're paying, uh, so you're paying $100 and $125. You're paying $225 for your whole sales motion. I'd give him a raise. At a $9,000 average case value, um, you, should, you should encourage your sales. What do you pay him? What do you pay your dragon as a base? $55. Okay. Yeah, that's too high. The he started at well, he started with me three years ago at thirty five thousand. I mean, yeah. and and Chris, he's selling. We're going to do at least two four this year. Yeah, that's great. And then let's just say you're doing two million now. What's your run rate right now? Three, just under three, three million. So and he's he's still the only dragon. He's still the only dragon. So divided by three million divided by nine thousand. Per clients, 333 clients per year. At 125, he should be earning $42,000 in SPIF in, in his variable pay. On top of his 55 means he's earning $97,000. And I'm sorry, I promise you, I promise you, you will not keep him selling $3 million for $92,000. And you want to know the main reason why? Because I'm going to hire him. I'm going to steal him from you. I know. I just need to figure out. I, he's worth. I mean, and this is new. This is new money. We barely crossed a million dollars last year. But I, I just don't know what it, what it should look like. What's the most money he's ever made in his life? What he makes here. That's the other danger is you don't want to make him fat and happy. This guy should be making $200,000. I think so. Yeah. But if you pay him $200,000, you'll break him. Well, and just to give you some insight on, he's worked in jewelry sales before. So he's used to quoting big numbers. He likes money drives him. And every time he hits a new benchmark, he goes out and finds something else to spend money on. 
those are the things that drive him. Like, he's like, I'm going to renovate my whole basement. So now I need to go make the money to renovate my whole basement. That's great. That's great. But I, seriously, like, do not the double his income. You, you will break him. <clears throat> Been there, done that, watched that movie. What I would probably do here, I think your your intake structure is fine. It's not It's not the one that I would build, but I think it's absolutely fine. I wouldn't mess with it. I would just bring the per client number to 200 for both, for him and for the new guy. That way, you're... His worries about getting maybe some fewer leads will be okay. Let him know that his conversion rate is going to go up, and that you know if there's a transition period where where you know he has a bit a few fewer consoles per week, this will cover that, and in the long run he'll make a lot more money. You've told me that his capacity is you at three million dollars. I need to test that. Okay, so you said he's doing four to five a day. I'm going to call it four point five a day times five a week is 22 and a half a week times, I'm going to say he's working 46 weeks doing that. That's 1,035 leads, I mean, consults. And he's doing half, which is 517 clients times $9,000 is 4.7. Yeah, he's close to capacity. You're right. And he's, he's able to do that. But so as you bring this next one on, if you, if you do this increase, he won't suffer. And of course, the new person, you can ramp them up slowly since they'll only be half time in the in the role. Okay. And yeah, you're you are at capacity, but you're not like drastically over capacity. Though I would try like seriously. I also bet if you could do the analysis that you'll find that the days he does five, his conversion rate on the fifth one sucks. Mm-hmm. Keep him at four. Tell him don't do more than four. I need you to you know if you are still busy. You know, clean up all the ones that that have come in. That you know, your other tasks on them. Make sure you're doing them amazingly well. But four new intakes a day. Okay. Because he's he's wasted after that. Everybody is. Nobody nobody can bring the energy. Right. Day after this day. This one is usually late in the day. So yeah, yeah, that was helpful. Good. So I mean, I think it's a simple change. Yeah, I mean, I, I the number I have in mind just would break him. So I'm not gonna even say it. Two hundred will do for now. Okay. The number you have in mind will break him. Now yeah, you should you should be paying him four fifty, and you should be breaking it up. But but it doesn't matter if you pay him four fifty, you will break him, and he will his performance will go down, and eventually he'll quit because he'll realize that you're that you're making a bunch of money and you're not sharing enough with him, and he's going to resent you. I mean, it just like I said, seeing the movie doesn't end well. But I guess knowing that at least gives me some room to grow. Yeah. Delegate out those tasks that take up your time. Staffy can help you with your legal, administrative, marketing, and even client-facing workload. Hiring Staffy's top-notch bilingual virtual staff means Staffy does the recruiting, hiring, and training for you. Then, if you need a change, Staffy handles it. You get to concentrate on your strategic work. Schedule a free consultation at staffy.cc. That's S-T-A-F-I dot C-C and get $500 off with code HAPPY24. Law Clerk's nationwide network of talented freelance lawyers is trusted by thousands of law firms. Solo attorneys and firms can get help with the project-based work and also ongoing work via a subscription. Sign up is free and there are no monthly fees. You only pay when you delegate work. Plus, Law Clerk has a new app for your mobile device to help you manage the work you've delegated while you're on the go. Be sure to use referral code UNBILLABLE when you sign up at lawclerk.legal.
This next question centers around a lawyer who fears they may have made a mistake hiring a friend. I think I made a mistake in my question in hiring somebody, bringing somebody part-time for kind of PR legal slash legal assistant position. And I'm not sure if it's a go, no go, should we give it a little bit more time or just kind of cut losses before we spend too much time. Basically, we used somebody as a witness during the pandemic on a few occasions, very nice person, recently retired. And now she emailed us and say, look, I'm looking for part-time job. We had a part-time paralegal position open. So we just kind of say, okay, yeah, why don't you start on Monday? I can teach, we can teach the person pro, like different programs and different tricks, but um, she doesn't know how to use a kind of computer, like Apple computer at that. And I'm just really afraid that there's always going to be something. She doesn't know how to search within the email, for example. She's definitely not going to be able to troubleshoot the computer should something happen, should like printer disconnect or something. How quickly do we just kind of continue training and hope that there's going to be a turning point? Listen, I don't want to be, you know, shut someone out who, what did she retire from? I mean, how do you reach 2021 without the things that you just said? Uh, she retired a couple of years ago. So in her initial career, she was a marketing person. And then she, for the 16, 17 years, she used to have a very popular, I have no idea if it was successful or not, very popular secondhand furniture store. So it was kind of like fancy in a way and people really liked it. So she okay. ran that. Apparently didn't run the books or uh, the, the technology behind it, which is certainly possible. So yeah. listen, if you, what, what do you love about this person? Why do you want this person on your team? She's just a nice person and we just gave you an offer and it would it, I, I just feel horrible, you know, even having a conversation about this. But at the same time, you know, fire. Why did you avoid my question? Okay. What did do I like? She's she's just a nice person. I mean, I don't have any specific Okay. My question was what do you love about this person? Not like oh, okay. Apparently nothing. Um no. So yeah, then you may have just made a mistake. Here's what I here's what I was going to say if you told me some things that you actually lo love about her and why she would be great for the business. Because I don't want like to turn someone away just because they're kind of backwards on technology. What I would do for that person for a person that is backwards on technology is say, I'd love, I'd love for you to start. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to, you're you're going to, I'm going to find you a course that will get you up to speed on the technology that you need to use in this business. And there are courses out there at community colleges and a variety of, a variety of other places to get people, you know, the basic computer skills, the things that you just talked about, and then maybe any, and a course on any specific applications that you need them to run. And I'm going to pay for it, but here's how I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to reimburse you at the end of your first year for the course, hundred percent. If you're still working. Right. At the end of your first year of employment, if you love the person, if this is just was just sort of like a person that you kind of like because she's a nice person, but you don't think that there's anything particularly about her that you love in the way that she'll interact with your clients, um, with your team, um, and will be an asset to your team and will help you, you know, to fill a role in the business that you need filled in a way that you think will be awesome if she just had some technology skills, then I would do this. But if there's nothing about like that in particular, you just sort of did it because you felt a twang of personal compassion 
I think I would be very careful about that because you're sending a message to your team about the t- type of people that you're willing to accept in your business. You're sending a message to your clients about the type of people that, that work in your business. And you're certainly sending a message to her that you're willing to hire someone without the skills that are needed in the business. And so the next hire that doesn't have them, it's just going to, it's a self-worsening activity. I think the only way to recover it is to, to do the training thing, but only then if it's a person that otherwise I think would fit really well in the business. I've made that kind of hire before where someone is just not, doesn't have the skills, you know, a lawyer who's not barred in the state where I need them, a paralegal who doesn't know the area of practice. People like that because I do believe, I do, you know, in, in, in the hiring process found that their people skills were extraordinary or that their their case management skills were extraordinary or that they were a great lawyer or whatever. And I'm willing to take the hit to get them the training that they need because I hire the person, not the skill. Mm -hmm. I always hire the person, not the skill because the skills are trainable, but I have to love the person in order to hire the person and not the skill. So if you don't love her, say you're sorry, buy her something nice. Liquid. Has she even started? She works for three days. Yeah, health, three health days. I, I don't know this person, so it would have to be like something that would fit her personality. But if she's just like, if she's a person that would like a spa, like maybe like a full day, like top notch spa treatment, you know, for, you know, at the, at a local place that's, that's known to be top notch, you know, a, is, is she married? Do you know? No, no, not married. No children. A night at a swanky hotel with the full paid dinner. You know, something like that, just something that's really going to cost you because you did something not smart, but yet says, I'm sorry, and I mean it, and hopefully preserves the relationship. Okay. So so next time she's coming on Friday morning, would I let her come in on Friday and then talk? I'd probably meet, yeah, I'd probably meet with her Friday morning. And send home as a present. Yeah, so I just, yeah, uh, you know, Christina, today's your last day. I'm sorry that's, you know, I I thought this would work out and it's not working out. And I really feel like it's my fault, not yours. And because of that, uh, I would like to give you a parting gift for taking a chance on us. And this is what it is. And I really wish you all the best. Okay. This is so hard. Personally, I mean, if it's somebody else's employee, no problem. Just let them go. But it's so hard. Like when you actually know the person, it's hard wrenching. Yeah. I remember in 2000 and seven, whatever the financial crisis was in our real estate closing business went from doing 20 closings a week to two. And we had to let some people go. Um, one person was sick and I had, went to her home, which was, uh, she lived in a trailer, a double wide trailer and had to let her go in person while her husband sat with his back to me in a, in a swivel recliner, cleaning his Glock. So yeah, it could be hard but it builds character. Nearly 80% of people search for lawyers online. They visit websites and check reviews. If your site doesn't appear in the top search results or it presents poorly, you risk losing clients. That's why you must know how your firm stacks up on Google against the competition. See how your reviews impact clients' decisions and how you can get better results from your site. Get an unbiased marketing performance report in under a minute right now at Grow Law Firm. And that's growlawfirm.com slash unbillable. Once again, growlawfirm.com slash unbillable. Find out how TimeSolve fits your firm. 
With six different ways to track time, surely one will fit, even on the go, or quickly estimate flat fee projects. Batch payments for hundreds of invoices at once with TimeSolve Pay. Getting paid quickly is a great fit. And TimeSolve fits with the other tools you use. QuickBooks, LawPay, NetDocuments, LawRuler, Microsoft, all just plug in. Try TimeSolve free. Get a $100 Amazon gift card when you sign up. TimeSolve.com Our last question is from a lawyer who is unsure about handing off more responsibility to a new hire. I want to have a dragon, but I don't want to have a dragon. I can't be the dragon forever. No. It stops me from doing bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. But I can't quite get over the idea that someone would do it as well as I would. Or I can compartmentalize when I have probate cases. I think a dragon's totally fine. But I can't click something in my head that will say like, yes, your dragon will sell people on these big, expensive you know, elder law planning packages or big, expensive estate planning packages. So one, the right one will do it better than you. Yes, I've heard this. No, it, it's I, okay. I appreciate that you've heard it, but it is actually true. Okay. The right one. Second, you don't have to believe that. I mean, I have a, a set rule in my business. If I could find someone to do any anything that I do at any time, including right now, 80% as good as I do it, I hand it off because I know this one thing. As long as I do it, I can't do the next highest thing and best, better use of my time. I can't grow. I can't improve. I can, there's so many things that I can't do when I'm doing sales. What's your current run rate? Around 800. And what percent of your time in a given week do you spend doing dragon work? Consults, onboarding? Between 30 and 50%. I was going to say it's probably half. And I think if you're honest, it's probably half. Okay. How many hours a week are you working in, in, in the business? Less and less. In the past four weeks. I'll work 50 hours a week. 50. All right. So you're, so there we go. So you can't, do you wish to expand those hours? No. Okay. Do you wish your firm to be bigger than $800,000? Yes. You can't expand the number of, like, there's, if you want to grow, then you all got to improve your ticket value, improve your conversion rate. Those will get you somewhere, not very far, because I bet your conversion rate is pretty good. And, you know, even if you double your ticket value, that'll take some time. And then you'll be stuck at $1.6 million. And you won't get to $1.6 million because you are tapped out. So you don't have time to hire. You don't have time to advertise. You don't have time to market. You don't have time to improve all those other aspects of the business because you are tapped out. You've got this one big chunk, Dragon, that's taking up 20 plus hours a week that you cannot expand for yourself. So your business is stuck. So it doesn't matter if they're not as good as you. They have 40 hours a week to apply to it. And with the revenues they generate, you can hire two and you will grow your business. It doesn't matter if they do it 80% as well as you do. And then the other, I mean, it's just, it's just math. You, you are stuck. And the only path to unstuck is delegating that part of your business, of your role. You're not scalable. 
I am right now training five dragons in my business. I believe two to three will make it. And then I'll train five more. Because if sales hits capacity, like then sales is hit capacity. That's it. That, that is the end. I have hired people in the past with the idea of having them be a dragon. And one of them I even took to a, to a how to manage dragon training. How to train your dragon, yep. And it just hasn't happened. Why are you suddenly using passive tense? I wonder if part of it is, or I'm sure part of it is my reluctance to hand it over. Because I haven't just said, now you are a dragon and all new prospective clients come to you. I set it up in a way of, okay, once intake, you know, make sure they're in the right place. They have their free call with you and you sell them a paid strategy session with me, or if you can close them on your own, good for you. So that's not a very good setup. No. So what you're to translate, just so you can hear yourself clearly, I identified a person that I thought might work as a dragon. And I brought them to a dragon training to kind of assuage myself that I gave them some training. And then I half-ass implemented it and hoped it would work out. And it didn't. Therefore, it's a bad idea. And I say that that's your subconscious, but that's where you are. The new way to do this is I am going to turn over 50% of my consults by September 15th and 100% of them by November 1st. What do I need to do? Because that's happening. So what do I need to do? Well, first of all, I need to go and hire not someone who would work out as a dragon. I need to go hire a salesperson for my business. I will then, I will have that person hired by this date. And I will use recruiter if I have to. I'll go out on Indeed or whatever. I will look for a salesperson. And I would probably advertise for a salesperson for a personal services business, not a law firm, because people don't get it and they won't apply. I would then have a plan to how they're going to get trained. And I'm not going to recommend or not recommend you know, whether you do how to train a dragon. I'm not entirely clear. I haven't been in it in so long that I don't know how good it is for people that have never sold in a law firm before. It may be great. I just don't know. So ask, ask around. You know, I've been training my people using S3 training. Basically, I hired S3 to work with me to build a bespoke training for my business. So we created, we've created an entire training program, videos, workbook, et cetera, specifically for my business that I run people through. And then I still do one hour after every one hour session that they do of that. I do a one hour debrief and role play with them. That's my training commitment to them. So that's six hours of their time, six hours of my time. To me, that's not a very big commitment to get them trained up on my way of selling. And then I make them go to the dojo. So in other words, I make them role play on their own. I'm going to get feedback from others. And then I go give them low risk clients. And so I start them on some ammunition for two weeks. And I, then I watch their calls and I debrief with them. Then I give them medium risk clients. And I debrief for another two weeks and debrief with them. And then I give them unfettered access to the lead list or to the, to the consults that are set up. And that's, that's a plan, right? And that's a plan that you start. That plan doesn't start as you don't make it up as you go. It starts with, I will turn over 50% of my consults by September. And these are my dates. You can choose your own. So, but September 15th, and I'll, I'm going to turn over 100% by November 1st. 
that gives you and the dragon time to ramp up um, and to get productive and for you to correct them along the way. But it's the commitment to turning over the consults that is the key here. It's, and that's what you have never done. And they don't have to be as good as you. I have a mental block because I don't think I would want to buy legal services from a non-attorney salesperson. You are not your client. Yeah. I mean, I, when I first learned about product marketing and product management, the first thing that I had to learn is that in, in designing products and bringing them to market, I have to get over the fact that I am not the customer. And I, I can pretend to know the customer because I've worked with them, but I don't know what they think. And let me tell you this, for everybody on this call, our clients don't know the first thing about how to buy legal services. They don't know. They only know what we teach them. And so, you know, what you can do with this extra time that you've gotten is you can create videos so that when they get, when the book consult is booked, they get a video with the founder and, and owner of the, the, the law firm. You're about to speak to my, uh, a member of my, whatever you want to call them, I call a new client specialist team. And they're going to help, uh, help you to decide what the best thing for you to do with us might be, including possibly not working with us at all. This is an integral part of becoming a new client with us. And the clients that have gone through this have really appreciated the care that we're able to take by having our new client specialists work with you to help tailor your choices to your needs. At any time, of course, if you have any questions or concerns, feel free to reach out to me. I'm always here for you. And I really am looking forward to welcoming you to the firm. Boom. Now you've just taught them how to buy legal services from you. I understand it intellectually. I'll edit the video for you. I mean, I won't edit, like, not like Jimbo. Like, I won't cut and do that. I don't do that. But I mean. You'll critique it for me. I will critique. If you send me a script, I'll critique the script so you don't have to record it. If you want to send me a recording, I'll critique it. But that's it. And just remember, you're teaching them how to buy legal services. They have no idea. Your marketing got them to call you. Great. Now they have no idea what to expect. Tell them. And the whole, they expect to talk to a lawyer is your ego and a lot of other lawyers. So, I mean, you're not alone, but it's not true. It's not false. It's just, it just isn't. <laughs> there's no, there's no there there until you teach it. My hands are getting sweaty just talking about this. <laughs> just like anything else, you just take the first step. Make the decision, then take the next step. You know, you don't, you don't have to believe it. You don't have to believe in it. You just take the steps that, that have the, the inevitable result of you giving up your consults. And notice how I didn't make you give up 100% all at once, right? You get to see how it's working and adjust it so it doesn't bring your business down. Thank you for listening. This has been the Unbillable Hour Community Table on the Legal Talk Network. Learn by doing with Practicing Law Institute's award-winning on-demand interactive programs. Developed by experts in learning design, these immersive programs incorporate the latest in research-based instructional design and technology, allowing you to try out concepts, challenge yourself, and grow your skills using real-world scenarios. With programs focusing on professional development, client-facing skills, and law practice management, you can earn CLE while you learn. Launch now at pli.edu interactive or download PLI's mobile app.